Welcome to Season 4, Episode 7 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons, and a fifth season that really makes you wonder if you're in the correct timeline. Today, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 7 of Fringe, Wallflower. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. We're not in the right timeline. We're definitely not. Jesus Christ. Please take me. Take me back to the, take me back to my timeline, please. We're coming Listen, up on Peter's our second something. We're coming up on our second housing crisis of our uh, lifetimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold I your mean, money. Uh, Maybe we could buy a house. Who knows? Maybe it'll happen. <laughs> David, that's all, that's, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm I, that is that would be the upside to this if the housing prices just crash to the floor. Listen, if the economy crashes um, and I can buy a house, that would be kind of cool. Do will I have a job at that time? Who knows? Uh, None of my money is invested in things like that are uh, fluctuating on the market. So, what you telling me you fine. didn't buy hordes of GME? I did not buy hordes of GME. <laughs> That's why all my money is stored in like some gold in the backyard. Uh, dude, oh, you, gold prices. Now you've oh, told me where your gold is. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. You fool a of a leprechaun. It's, it's a shame that it's a single ounce of gold hidden somewhere in the uh, under a tree. <laughs> now you've even told me more specifics. I have to look in your backyard under a tree. <laughs> An ounce of gold is only 1800 USD. Oh wow, only. <laughs> Dude, that's like a paycheck. I mean, oh, I get David, paid monthly. You just pissed so not off quite. a decent number of people. <laughs> Listen, I I didn't work for 6 years at school to not get paid. I didn't get a 4-year degree in 6 years to be talked to like this. <laughs> to, to not earn an ounce of gold a paycheck. Man, I wish they paid me in gold. <laughs> It'd be a lot more satisfying than an each than a direct deposit. <laughs> Do you, David? How, how's the how's the bringing gold when you you know you gotta go make your purchases? <laughs> I would take it to the bank right away. He sits yeah, and there and admires it. Into it. Money that would sit electronically, almost like you added an additional step in. Yeah, but I would he, get to carry the gold. <laughs> he takes it home, makes a little pile tapes dragon wings to his cat and goes, who's a little dragon? Who's a little dragon? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. Sounds about telling, right. So, so a way less expensive way to do that is just go spray paint some rocks gold. Yeah, but then that's my cat knows exciting. it's not real gold. And then they're so light. Like The point of gold is that it's heavy and weighty. Spray paint some titanium. It's almost oh, I... as dense as David. I might as well just buy gold if I'm buying titanium. <laughs> also, titanium is so light. Titanium is very light. Titanium is light? Oh, I got, sorry. Aluminum's light. <laughs> I was like, titanium light? Excuse me? Sorry, I got my rare metals mixed up. An ounce of titanium is 575. Okay, so Look you at can how get... much you're saving. Yeah, you get three times, essentially. Almost. No, David, $5. Oh, wait, yeah. $5? An yeah. ounce, one Troy um, ounce titanium buffalo bar is $5.75 huh. USD. Maybe I they should are, get some titanium. They are out of stock. 
It's in stock somewhere. Don't, I believe in you. Do you guys? Do you guys ever just want to like own rare metals or anything? Oh just yeah, like, no. They're, it's shiny. Just, it's it, it's. Yeah. I, I, David, trust me. I understand. I have a gold coin, and it's just like it's like a really tiny little one. But I'll like go and look at it every once in a while, and just be like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> okay, I wasn't thinking that. Oh, what the fuck? There's different ounces. Oh, yeah. Fuck the imperial system. So yeah. a troy ounce is thirty one grams, while a standard ounce is twenty eight. Oh yeah, no, and yeah, troy ounces are what they use for all the like fancy metals and things. There's all just everything should just be in grams. It's so much easier. Why don't we just use Baker's dozen for everything? <laughs> also, why is a Baker's dozen more than a dozen? Because the I think it's Baker... supposed to be the Baker's nice, and he gives you one extra or something, or like. Or... The baker, the when the baker buys from another baker, like, hey, here's here's an extra one because you're a baker. That I can... baker is baking himself into bankruptcy. <laughs> Not uh, if then he goes to buy bread and he also gets a thirteenth item. Charlie, it's important to note that you know bakers are probably not having um, the the thirteenth item out of the dozen that you're buying. Uh, probably doesn't put them under their profit margin. Uh, <laughs> you don't know how much those donuts cost. You're right, but I would assume that the 13th isn't the uh, going under factor. When I buy a dozen cheesecakes, are you telling me (laughs) that the 13th free one doesn't cost the profit margins of the other 12? I would like a baker's dozen cheesecakes, and they're like, like, excuse me? I like to believe that bakers have profit margins that are higher than 10%. I, I would like to believe. Like eight percent, even higher than eight percent. I think you're completely wrong on that. I think they have very small margins. I think they only have one percent profit margins. That's not true. And like, Charlie's right. They're all like going to go or, like grocery stores have like two or three percent margins, and they're like they're all going to go bankrupt because they keep giving out this thirteenth item. I see. <laughs> Let's just put this podcast on hold. We can all listen to what I'm sure is an episode of Bunny Trails, <laughs> and we can figure out the origin of a baker's dozen. Uh, right uh oh, oh yes we're recording a podcast hello audience the energy's <laughs> a little weird because it's the end of a long weekend we did one of these at the start uh, and we don't mean weekend. like the weekend dragged on we had an extra 24 hours in the weekend yeah it was yeah. good i i didn't like actually have any of a weekend but it was good um i oh what have you so what have we been up to since the last time we recorded which is literally three days ago legitimately more Um, than most weeks uh uh, i played some video games i edited an episode of the podcast i remembered to schedule it for upload so that went up um i played a fuck ton of rim world i I can't stop Someone please stop me. <laughs> um, no. And I did a couple main story quests on FF14. So There's still main story quests for you to do? Dude, I'm not even done the first. I'm not even midway through the first expansion. Damn. Jeez. Sounds like you've got a couple more hours to put into that game. I got just main story. I think I have like 60 to 80 more hours of just main story. Oh, God. So, yeah. I took my dog up with my girlfriend to visit girlfriend's family. She's very tired because she played with another dog for four hours and they just ran around the yard. She is very good and she's very sleepy. This is good. Maybe she'll sleep in tomorrow. Doubt. 
She slept until 6.30 today, which is actually her sleeping in. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Other than 6.15. So, we'll see. Uh, I, uh, hope... Nick's done nothing. We can skip him. What, 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 have, <laughs> what have I done? Um, my friend who's moving in for the semester, uh, I helped him move in a bunch of his stuff. And I, like, completely... Did it all fit? It does all fit, <laughs> and I don't believe it. Does it fit comfortably? Yes, uh, I'll 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 send you guys a picture of it at some point with their with their permission. Uh, no, do fuck it without... their permission. Yeah, <laughs> nah. I want a picture of their room without them knowing, so I can make comments about it to them the next time I see them. Yeah, that, I specifically that's... only want a picture of the room if you don't get permission. Uh, no, that, <laughs> then you're not getting a picture. That's way too fucking creepy. <laughs> what? Wow, Nick, why are you kink shaming? <laughs> I'm not, I'm just not going to support you in your endeavors. Go to the internet for that shit. What if I go and get consent from your friend to get a non-consensual photo from you of his room? David, that... I don't like the whole you get consent for non-consent. That's not okay. But I feel like that's a tenant of BDSM. You're right, but I don't know what their safe word is then. <laughs> I don't know what they're like, whoa, don't take a picture of that in the room. McDonald's apple pie. That's the safe word. Oh man, that ruins my uh, McDonald's roleplay <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> is your McDonald's roleplay fantasy where you play with the roles from McDonald's? They don't have roles, do they? Not anymore. They have spicy nuggets now, though. Hey, Those okay. have arrived. Um. Anyways, other than helping them move in, uh, I also like finished up the first like full draft of my thesis and then edited it and sent it off to my supervisor. So yay! It's like it's on its way. It's way more on its way than it used to be. Yeah, like I said, nothing important. Yes, absolutely nothing important. We like, but very much so. Congratulations! Yeah, this is. It was great. A major achievement. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Charlie was like, hey, uh, you should you should upload that here so that you know we can do some peer editing. And Discord disagreed with the file size. I mean, the that was also like half powerful. a joke. If you do it in LaTeX, I'll take a look. <laughs> here, David, There's let me, let me send you the Word doc and you can put it into LaTeX, LaTeX for converter. me. Oh, jeez. See? All um, of a sudden you hate it. <laughs> I do. I do hate it uh but yeah man my brain's not working oh man my brain was not working until like an hour or so ago uh i ate some food and went like outside and did like a quick walk and i'm all of a sudden i'm feeling good again it was great (laughs) (laughs) um but hey on that note let's let's get into this with david's brain not being good and my brain being good so i'll read the tv guide not because it's my job but because it's my responsibility today dude it's your it's your turn It is your job. What do you mean? Audience doesn't have to know that. When you signed the contract when we started this podcast. (laughs) Is that why money keeps getting funneled out of my account to some weird offshore place? Oh no, that's something different. No, that's 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 a that's our contingency plan. Ah, I see, don't I see. don't worry about that. All right, on to the TV guide. Just like avoid overdraft fees. <laughs> Under the TV guide, uh, the French team finds that the mysterious sorry, ugh. Uh, the French team finds that the mysterious death of a man and his corpse turning white is not unprecedented and may be linked to an unknown genetic disorder. Meanwhile, Olivia is plagued by migraines. 
So does this just sound like the fringe team discovering that uh, disease that Michael Jackson had to you guys? Or is it just me? I this just, just sounds like they're like, oh, is this a fringe event? And someone's like, no, this is actually like a semi-rare genetic disorder. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's perfectly normal. This man died of natural causes. Oh, hey, are you having light sensitivity? Take this. You have a migraine. It sounds I, like they were like, "There's no fringe here. Go home." I, <laughs> sounds like such I a read boring this. I read episode. this TV guide before like watching the episode, and I was just like, "God, I love TV guides because this one looks absolutely useless," and it was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the reason why Fringe had its ratings dropping is because of these shit TV guides. Like people were giving their ratings based purely on the TV guide. Well, ratings is a viewership, yeah, viewership, is what it is in television. So it's people mm, yeah. reading it on the TV guide and going, that sounds fucking boring. Let's <laughs> not watch this tonight. I'm firmly entrenched in the idea that Fringe had, like, pretty quick ratings drop-offs because it didn't have, like, insane cliffhangers between episodes, which I really appreciate watching it now. But, like, I understand it just fucking with you when you were in a time where insane cliffhangers seemed to be every show. Uh well, it's also they never had a consistent time slot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. In between seasons and even in season, they were bounced around a lot. Doesn't help. Just like uh, not having your migraine medicine doesn't help with your migraines. Ooh, Charlie's trying to keep us on topic today. Hey. Ooh. So we come into um, Olivia going into a pharmacy? Uh, first, she's checking her well, medicine she, cabinet she, to learn she doesn't yeah. have any more, uh, okay. any more drugs. She's like, oh, God, head hurt. No cocaine i mean migraine pills best go down to the pharmacy to get more migraine pills i feel really and she takes one that cocaine would not help with migraine you don't know you're right i don't you don't know that I, you're right i don't it just doesn't <laughs> seem like it should yeah but she she takes one of her pills and instantly feels better and is walking around and goes hang on is that lincoln in a diner near my house is lincoln stalking me so i saw this first scene and I went, God damn it, like 33 to 40% of the of our podcast is just going to be you guys talking about Lincoln stalking. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, and I wasn't proven wrong with the, the number of moments that happened in this episode. I'm just, I'm just upset that it's going to happen. We, well, yeah. we do find out that Lincoln only lives a few blocks away. And so does Olivia. And Lincoln's like, oh, really? I didn't know that at all. I just moved here. Anyways, I've been staying at this 24-hour diner every night since I moved here. Not trying to see you or anything. I just can't sleep. You get your migraine pills okay? And she's like, I haven't told anyone about that. How did you How did you know? <laughs> the pharmacist did remind you to get another prescription. Don't forget about that. I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad that you guys, in, in both of your heads and in every way that you're going to describe this episode, it's going to be um, Lincoln trying to make the first move instead of it very much being the other way around is what it feels like in this episode. <laughs> where Olivia Well, Lincoln's keeps... upset. Well, Lincoln's just upset because he had to move away from his partner's family. <laughs> And also his basic understanding of the concepts of the universe are completely irrelevant. Shockingly, yeah, that so does make it having... hard to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, he, Lincoln's been having trouble sleeping, so he's been staying up all night at this diner. I guess, what what was there even to do back then all night? Like, he's doing crosswords. Read a book? He does, he does crosswords. But dude, at that point, just like have a Game Boy or something. Oh, like, actually, after, after this episode, I have a I have a crossword. Uh, you're clue. acting got, like laptops and mobile internet weren't a thing back in 2011. 
I feel like mobile internet definitely wasn't as big of a thing. Like, I feel like data plans were prohibitively expensive back then. Yes. Yeah, he works for the FBI. Yeah, but this is personal time. I feel like him using an FBI laptop and mobile internet is worse. They would not be pleased. They just question like... him about the weird porn he browses. <laughs> Agent Lee, why are you in a 24-hour diner looking up girl-on-girl action in clown costumes? Oh, jeez. Mm. It's a Connecticut thing, sir. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I would like to say I've never been to Connecticut, but I imagine there's a lot of clown fetishists there. I don't imagine there's much else to do in Connecticut. Other than fetishize be... clowns? Yeah, no, there are weird people. Oh, alrighty then. All it takes is for there to be one sexy clown, and then I, I guess you're down you're on the big shoe at, at lane i mean did uh did no one else watch big comfy couch for no reason whatsoever oh my god i've never thought of big comfy couch like i haven't thought about that show for like 15 years <laughs> until you've just mentioned it now <laughs> i do not know the show so i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> it, uh, was... it was just a kid show on and it was I think it was supposed to be like the dolls on the couch and you sit on the couch and the doll comes to life and then there's different things going on. Oh, okay. It was like a, Big, it was comfy. Couch. It was a wind down show. I think it was supposed to like wind you down to go to bed. Ah, so it aired yeah. usually pretty late. I see. Pretty late for like a 10 year old or for seven year olds. I think. Age oh man. I targeted. I, I, all, all the kids shows that I watched were on TV. I was, but my parents were like, yep, over the air TV. That's what we're doing. Uh, I think it was on TVO, wasn't it? No, I do. I have no recollection of it. If it, was. all I remember is being ten years old and pretending to go to sleep at like my bedtime, and then waking up and turning on the TV in my room to watch Dragon Ball Z. Because <laughs> I remember aired my, after my bedtime. I remember my mom not letting us watch Pokemon because she said it was too violent, and then we went ahead and watched Pokemon anyways. Pokemon can be pretty violent, <laughs> like. Okay. All right. Episode. Yes, back into the episode. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we get we get this nice little scene um, between Olivia and Lincoln here, um, and yeah, no, we kind of learned that she's like, yeah, oh, Lincoln, it'll be fine. Lincoln has Lincoln has troubles dealing with uh, all the shit that goes on um, with Fringe, and Olivia's like, yeah, don't know what you're talking about. It, it's fine. It's just normal. Don't worry, you'll get used to it. <laughs> I'm here if you need me, Lincoln. Again. As... <laughs> Olivia being a, a little creepy now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, come on, Olivia. Like, you, you guys are, like, playing Lincoln as the creep. It's... <laughs> are we sure? Can we just both agree? Can we agree that they're both being creepy? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, let's go to but something not as not creepy, creepy as this. All. Oh, yep. wow. We took that joke in different directions. <laughs> Yeah, dude's uh, making his way back from uh, back to his apartment, and he's cutting through like sketchy alleyways. Which why would anyone do that? And he thinks he's being followed, so he like picks up the pace, and they do a real good close up of him putting the key in the lock, and then he opens the door, and you're like, ah, cool, he's safe. Nope, gets pulled in from the open door, and then it slams shut. His key's still there. Well, he doesn't get pulled in; he gets pushed. I thought he gets nope, pulled he's in. Pushed. Oh, no, he no, no. gets he gets tackled into, he gets... The, into the into the uh, yeah. foyer here. Um, yeah, and um, while he's doing the walk, like he's on phone with his uh, wife, 
And he's like, yeah, I think someone's following me. I can't really see it. It's fine. I'm almost home. And she's like, I'm going to call the police. Um, and they'll, they'll come, which is, again, kudos, kudos to her for doing the smart yeah. thing. This is a bad neighborhood. It's... The cops are, if I tell them that a white man is being followed, they will be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they will be right there. And hey, don't worry. The cops do get there, like, literally, like, 30 seconds later. Yeah, impressive response time for, like, technically a non-emergency call. It was an emergency. They heard a white man was in danger. <laughs> May have been in danger. Well, yeah, because she hangs up, um, and he's like, oh, hello, and he's just, like, walking home. And then she, like, he picks, up, picks back up her call saying, like, hey, don't worry, I'm here, and then gets tackled in. Yep. Um, um, and as he's tackled in, it's like some weird invisible man is attacking him. Um, and the, we cut later to the police arriving. They're like, uh, yeah, we, like, we don't see the dude. They go inside the building and then they immediately call for an ambulance because they see him knocked out and he has turned albino. They're like, wow, this re, this is a really white guy. (laughs) He really was in danger. It does look very like. They, they, I guess they're trying to show like, oh, the cop is scared, but this is a bad way to show that the cop is scared because that invisible force kind of comes back. And this police officer's first instinct is to blindly fire at nothing. Sounds, hey, sounds accurate. <laughs> like he just, he pulls his gun and is like, ah, fuck, and starts shooting. Yep. Hey. Uh, and then the wife comes down and is like, hey, I heard gunfire, so I ran towards well, it. Is everything well, Okay. Doesn't the other cop then also pull out his gun and also yeah. fire? Uh, no, like, no, the other cop doesn't. The other not... cop doesn't fire, but he backs up his partner. Okay, uh, yeah, he whips out his gun as well as yeah. the first cop, un- like completely like <laughs> empties his clip into the glass into, door. Into the street, but then the wife comes running down, the and they manage. <laughs> yeah, the wife comes running down, and they manage to not shoot her because they. I guess I they really can see thought her. she was gonna get shot. Wouldn't that have been an opening? Fringe, no, it's fine. He already emptied his clip. Fringe is, fringe is not as political as they could have been. Is all I'm gonna say. And then, if the, if the, the sound design like, was a uh, was a uh, more accurate, we would have heard a bunch of empty clicking as well when he turned to her. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, the cops, like, oh, you don't need to see this. And then she sees this, and yeah, the husband is dead, and his eyes—they looked purple They're to like me. But are they purple. supposed to be red? It's really, yeah. 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 Okay, so it's not just my screen color. Oh no. No, like like a like a real like actual albinos are. Albinos their, have um... red eyes. Yeah, but that's sort of what like cuz No, it's like... like actually red. This is like a pink hue. Yeah, but it's it's cuz it's nighttime lighting, I would assume. Anyways, it's fine. Like, that's, we, that I'm is, saying, that's what they're, that's that what they're going to, for. This is not that is not something we need to discuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying that, that's what they're going for yes. here. Like that's obviously the intention. Yeah, they're going for that. It comes off slightly as vampire and it's fine, you know. Uh yeah. <laughs> but and that's our opening credit and it's a pretty good like invisible force makes you albino and dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. One mm-hmm. of those things is worse than the others. Yeah. Um I'm surprised we didn't get a women's scream into the cold open here as oh, well. They had every opportunity like to, but uh yeah, with yeah. the wife and everything. Cuz she was basically like imagine, yelling about yeah. it. She was yelling. Imagine but if she didn't do like the, the <laughs> I was just going to say, imagine if she just screamed, dove towards the body, and got shot, and that was the cold open. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then it just goes <laughs> instead of the fringe like piano twinkling in it goes there are two sides to law enforcement <laughs> the police who investigate these crimes and the lawyers who persecute them who prosecute them these are their stories and it turns into a really weird episode of svu well, I like the idea of, like, the fringe team coming and then them being like, no, 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 we swear it was an invisible guy that shot that dude. He took my gun. <laughs> and shot her and killed him. And for- um, oh, man, speaking of speaking of Dick Wolf, he stopped doing Law & Order stuff and he's like, I'm going to make a new show called FBI. And everyone's like, okay, cool. And then already, that was like two years ago, already there is FBI Most Wanted because apparently the regular FBI show isn't dealing with the most wanted criminals, even though that would be the most exciting part of an FBI show. But then confusingly, and I need you to explain how this is possible, they have FBI International. Oh. Despite the FBI being supposedly a wholly domestic law enforcement agency, they have no jurisdiction Mm. abroad. Uh, but there's already two spin-off shows and they have a block called the fbis can, can we get a can did, we get a third spin-off Wolf show do... that's just fbi least wanted and it's just like really really lame cold cases i like the idea of fbi homeland which is just a specialization for like this is just a regular fbi show it's like no it's a spin-off or or and also fbi there's... but 24 <laughs> Um, and it's just, <laughs> isn't that 24? Yes. Just, just more 24. Give me, give me, give me FBI a 24 Canada. <laughs> uh, and then also there's a new CSI, um, spinoff called CSI Vegas. Yeah. And is oh, yeah, I've seen a revitalization of the original CSI, but that one I think is still running. So they can't call it CSI. They have to call it CSI Vegas. Amazing. Because where does the original CSI take place in? Is Las that Vegas. In... Yeah, that's what I thought. Amazing. <laughs> and they have the original cast, like they brought Grissom back and everything. All right. Even though a big thing about Grissom was that he was done because he'd seen too much death. And I'm like, and people wonder why modern TV fucking sucks. Hey, what if what if it's, it's all the same show? Imagine if Fringe was still was like going on now. It'd be great. Easy. Instead, oh, we get to God. see Peter walking through a dollarama around Halloween. Yep, he's with, with there with his uh, FBI appointed uh, watcher. Um, he's going around getting a bunch of, st- uh, I presumably lab stuff because he talks about needing certain things. Yeah, um, but it's very it clearly too like a dollarama. Oh yeah, yeah, like a dollar store or something. And um, there's a kid who's like, "Oh, cool! I need a toy from this aisle, and it's on the top shelf, and he can't quite reach." And Peter's like, oh, no worries, kid. Me, a friendly civilian, will help you out. And his bodyguard's like, no, no, no. I don't want you to pull your shoulder or anything. Here, and I gets the toy this. for the kid. No. Well, definitely not bodyguard because they have a conversation where he's just like, yeah, you're my uh, FBI watcher. And he's like, don't think of me like that. And he's like, what am I supposed to think of you as? Like a bodyguard? He's like, what about a friend? And then this <laughs> instance where he's like, no, no. Whoa, what the fuck, dude? Don't talk to this child. Uh, I also, so we've definitely gotten this before, but this episode really brings it up where uh, we don't have Colonel Broyles in like the, this this season so far. It's all Agent Broyles. Um, like we're back to that one. 
Yeah, a little weird. Maybe he got a demotion. In this, or maybe he, he never just, got promoted in this yeah, timeline. Or, or just he never reached the rank of colonel and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep the agent. Uh, doesn't sound as <laughs> Master cool. Chief Broyles doesn't carry the same weight. And no one would believe it's his real rank after that video game series. <laughs> that was ever popular, um, ex- especially at this time. <laughs> So he's, uh, Peter then goes back to shopping. He gets some safety glasses. We also learn in the scene that Broyles has managed to get Peter a $200 a week allowance. The big bucks. Which Peter is very excited about because he can waste it all on blow and hookers now. I mean, that's how, like a little bit of blow and a really cheap I, hooker. I, I, was about to, I was about to ask how, how many blow and how many hookers for that, David? Depends how on how blow? cheap you're willing to go. <laughs> how many blow? I would like two blow, please. I mean, are you telling that to the drug dealer or the hooker? Both. <laughs> it's the same person. One of each of your kinds, goods, <laughs> madame. Uh, anyway, I would like some blow and a blow. <laughs> the order does not matter. <laughs> I have a preferred order, but you know what? Dealer's choice today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, let's let's make our way to the fringe crime scene. Um, yeah, uh, we got bro- we show up like the next day, or is it still night? No, the next the next morning. No, this is the Fring- morning. Fringe fringe team okay. does not investigate things at night. That is what we've learned so far from this season. Um, those kids almost got hit by a train <laughs> yeah. last episode. The fringe team came back in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because who wants to be out there at night? Yeah, That's it's not scary. like anyone's it's awake spooky, or anything. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they show up and Bros is like, yeah, a, something happened and a cop saw something. Who knows why I'm here? Bye. Later, I need and some screen so, time. Oli- <laughs> Olivia and Lincoln are talking to the cops and they're like, so why did why is there glass everywhere? And it's like, well, I saw a ghost and I started shooting at it. And they're like... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Notably, he doesn't say anything about the ghost he just says like oh i don't know i guess nerves or something i guess i overreacted and they're like yeah "Yeah, maybe (laughs) you're lucky that homeless man you winged isn't allowed to sue you (laughs) (laughs) and then they press him on it and they're like uh uh, i don't want to really report this is they're like like, do you know what department we work for we're with the creepy things department. Listen, by telling like, yeah, us, I just don't want it to ruin my reputation. By telling us this, you don't have to write a report because we don't want you to. <laughs> You're very lucky that there was actually something creepy. Otherwise, you, there would be a tribunal. As, as I said, if you wrote a report, we would kill you. As I said, he could have killed the wife and it gotten away with it. Would have been great. <laughs> 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 Would have been great. Uh, so um, they ask him. He mentions that he saw some kind of presence. Olivia's like, "Yeah, like a ghost." And he's like, "Whoa, you said you said ghost. I didn't say nothing about no ghost." Anyways, I gotta go and c- continue earning my extra uh, money for uh, my SAG <laughs> money. <laughs> Getting put on administrative leave for emptying my weapon. Three weeks vacation. Here I come. Woo! Um, and at the same time, <laughs> winging that homeless man was the best thing I ever did. <laughs> at the same time, uh, Astrid is examining the body, and as is typical for the season, uh, Walter is in the lab, you know, just kind of making some snide comments um, while eating food. It's a yeah, different feel. Eating onion rings. Onion rings today. Double battered 
be- double beer battered onion rings, which made me really hungry for onion rings. Oh, fuck. Uh, don't onion. worry, David. You'll be able to have your fried onion soon. In oh, two yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's in still two so weeks. Long. I want my onions. Give me my nice deep fried battered onions. That's probably going to give me heart problems later in life, but I don't give two shits. Ribfest is happening in our area, dear listeners. And the last Ribfest we went to didn't have blooming onions. And if you haven't had a blooming onion, you haven't lived. Seriously, though. You the haven't. next rib fest does have blooming onions, though. The next rib fest is also not a drive-thru, so there'll probably be like a concert or something, and we can actually hang out there for a bit, yeah, which yeah, would be yeah. nice. Well, if we want guaranteed entry, it costs 10 bucks a head. Yeah, fuck that noise. We will wait in line like in. I hope no one does that. <laughs> I mean, it goes to like the local Rotary Club, so it's not like money poorly spent. Ah, oh, fuck them. Anyways, episode, guys, episode. Um, while this questioning is happening, um, we uh, learn a bit more about the albinism and Walter's first uh, first guesses. You know, this guy just you know got scared to death. Um, at the same time, Lincoln does a bit of actual like investigating. Uh, no sleep works fine for him, and he finds a couple of the glass shards actually have some blood in them. Um, Ooh, yeah. and he's like, I guess we're not looking for a ghost because ghosts don't bleed. He's really trying and for a can't. <laughs> therefore, we can't kill them. If I've learned anything from Predator. <laughs> if it bleeds, it's immortal. <laughs> and after getting that, we are uh, transported to some spooky lair where some like alchemy shit is happening. Uh it's basically the same setup as they used for Wolverine to make him into Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a huge bathtub full of like Epsom salt or something. And there's like some sort of figure because you can see the water moving around in the tub. And there's also like a heart rate monitor or something connected to it. And then it starts to like shake about and then slowly uh, like... a man starts to form or appear Yeah. Um, in splotches. And it is just like the most ordinary looking dude ever <laughs> comes out of the <laughs> comes out of the tub. Uh, um He's like, Oh, Lush was right, my skin feels amazing. <laughs> this was a good bath bomb. <laughs> Anyways. I gotta thank to... Susan from work for the white elephant gift. <laughs> Anyways, time to go be an accountant, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> time to go drink my coffee with one milk and one sugar. Uh, but no this is this is our invisible man he's somehow turned visible Um, at this point is where I went ah of course melanin vampires that's what this is gonna be about yep almost which is uh which is I feel like um something that French has already done with the like pseudo vampires killing people this this is this is vampires too oh yes with with fish up yeah, with the fish up episode, <laughs> right? Fish up. Uh, oh my god! What was the woman's actual name? <laughs> um, wasn't it like you turn uh Jew like something uh May into June or something like? Yes. Yeah, Monica Bloom or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, remember it was, it was his last rhyme. name that he used. Yeah, because they were married, and it was his last name. <laughs> Which was the worst part. <laughs> Anyways, um, we see our guy, you know, just head into what appears to be a hotel. Um, 
Um, I think it's supposed to be a condo. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the, what we see later in the episode where he has like objects from everyone and they're sort of more like apartment style. Like, I think like, it's just a high, very high class condo. Yeah, I know. Um, um, and we see him waiting, but he, waiting for an elevator. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he presses the elevator. It opens up. Uh, it's completely empty. And then he uh, kind of just lets it close. And in my head, for some reason at this point, I thought, I thought it was going to be like there are other invisible people. And he's like a traitor to them, so that's why he doesn't want to get into an empty elevator. Oh, David had some ideas for this episode. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like shapeshifters, but now they're invisible people instead. And I'm like, I'm kind of more down for that than shapeshifters again. Invisible people are <laughs> like, cooler. At least it's slightly different. <laughs> or at least it's just different, right? Her name was uh, Valerie Boone. Oh, right. Ah, yes. Valerie Boone. Valerie Boone. You turn May, and, uh, May Gloom into June. And, no, no, something. you turn May into June and, or something. Yeah, just, yeah. Just Valerie Boone, you help time advance. <laughs> Good job. Anyways, um, dude, dude waits, waits for the elevator, doesn't get in, presses it again. Um, don't worry, this time there's people in the elevator, and he creepily gets in. Specifically, there is a pretty woman. And he gets in, and he just kind of stares at her for a while. Yep. And he's like, it looks like this is, again, another repeat of a man getting to an elevator with a woman and being creepy about it with power hungry. Yeah. (laughs) There do feel like a bunch of callbacks in this episode. I'm also so glad that we're going to talk about, once again, how how stocky Lincoln is, despite the fact that this episode is about a stalker. But it's okay because the couple eventually get out of the elevator. It doesn't crash. Yeah. No, well, a it's couple. not a couple. It's just another just random a, guy gets into the elevator. An, another resident gets in, and he actually starts a conversation with the woman, and it's very just like small talk, like "Oh, how is the weather treating you?" Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and you can hello, see... fellow human. How is weather? <laughs> but you can see how upset Stalker Man is. Like he looks so <laughs> Stalker <upset>. Man. <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> He's like full on turn. Like full, I, I think he'd be on incel forms. Is what I think he would be on. Yes. He's he's so <laughs> upset about this. His eyes are turning pink. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, they get off the elevator yeah. early. Um, he presses the go down button. Um, and looks at his reflection in the mirror. But it doesn't work because she leaves the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made myself laugh. Uh. Um, Which is also, I also want to ask about the mechanics of this. Like, so wait, he got into the elevator, didn't press any buttons, just stared at her. Then they got off presumably at the lobby and he just pressed down to go to the basement? Yep, no one thought it was weird. Or she's like, ah, oh, shit, it's this, this, this guy this thing again. Look, this uh, place looks fancy enough for parking garages. Oh, oh, yeah! I just questioned the not pressing the button the second you enter the uh, the enter the elevator. Like, uh, yeah, that part's a little. Well, no, dramatic effect. Weird. It's important that he presses the button, then sighs as his face slowly disappears, which is a really fun effect, by the way. I do like that they how they did this. It yeah. is, it yeah, it is very cool. He goes full invisible again, um, and he just is gonna go, I guess, on Reddit and post about how uh, all women suck or something. <laughs> Hey, let's head to the lab. Or go to his therapist it. and be like, I just feel like no one sees me. And she's like, this wasn't a plot point from like season two of Buffy. <laughs> well, Are you also, stealing these from Buffy? Also, dude, like you, 
Uh, I have problems with him later <laughs> on when he goes on his own. Oh, trust thing. me, David. It's okay. We all do. Uh, <laughs> like, well, it's absolute nonsense. We'll, we'll get there soon. But I guess he did grow up in a lab. Like, he wasn't a normal yes. person. So I guess I can forgive it a little. Oh, but we'll, eh. we'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, let's head. Let's head back mm-hmm. to the lab. Um, where you know they're they're just doing some investigating. But that's kind of to the side. It's more about you know Olivia being like, hey. How do you sleep at night, Astrid? How do you feel about all these terrible fringe events? And Astrid's like, oh, let me tell you, I've got a therapist, and thank God. How do you sleep at night, Astrid? Surrounded by silk. (laughs) Heavily medicated. (laughs) But hey, okay, I I will at least say, for 2011, thank God that someone was able to, in a healthy way, go, yeah, no, I see a therapist, and it helps me. Uh... Yes. <laughs> we, this, I think, is the first confirmation of someone seeing a therapist in Fringe and being fine with seeing fucking, the therapist. And like, the therapist actively trying to help. insane. Yeah. It was, I was like, whoa, they brought, up, <laughs> they brought up therapy in a positive manner? That's not allowed in TV. It's only because it's Astrid and she's a side character, so it doesn't matter, yeah, apparently. Yeah, so it just becomes a throwaway <laughs> line that nowadays is way <laughs> so much more important. I mean, nowadays, some characters saying they have a therapist is treated as a throwaway line, just to be like, see, it's so yeah. common. Instead of... It is common. Everyone should get a therapist. Come on. If you can afford it and you need one. Yeah. Not even well, if not you even need even... one. <laughs> not even if you need it. Like, well, I... Me... like, I feel like the concept of having someone that you can talk to and know that this is literally what they're being paid for so it really doesn't matter what you say to them at all, I think is the point of a therapist. Because it's like, you're not there to build any sort of relationship with them at all. It's just to emotionally unload. Which is something like, even if you have a really good friends or really good family, like you don't want to burden your friends or families with things sometimes. Yeah. So that's why you pay someone to take on no, that burden. fuck you. Deal with my trauma. There's also some trauma. There's there's also there's also some trauma that you just don't want to bring up with uh, friends, family, or anything, and or at the very least. Well, I think that falls more into the needing a therapist column, where I think it's just even if you don't necessarily need one, like you don't have like that kind of trauma, you can't bring up with your friends or family. Like having the option is nice. Yeah, if if you if you but yeah, everyone should get therapy. That's 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 my that's my thought. Means to do so. and it is not going to it, yes. and it's not going to severely impact your life. Um, yes, because it can be prohibitively yes. expensive, depending on where you are and how, what kind of health benefit and system it is you very, have. And, and us yeah, coming from a, a, like even a country of privilege for that. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, long tangent on therapy. Yay, David, that's they do some DNA because they're like, oh, man, we can't find any dead albino people. Because apparently no one talked to the wife and the wife wasn't like, he's not albino. Why are you saying? No, he... they, they knew that he wasn't albino in this case. The thing you're, I think, confusing about is they find that there were two other people who died in the same way oh, where they okay. got turned albino. And no one had, for those two brought up the fact that they weren't albino before they like died. This guy probably started like targeting like homeless people. Uh-huh. yeah and so according like the the police just assumed like hey they just assumed that they were albino it's not like that co- like rare of a thing Man. like it's 
not it's not super common yeah. but it's also not super a rare bunch of, like, a bunch of like homeless albino people have been dying recently and i wonder what's going on only two <laughs> only two only two it wasn't like 17 i think only two two is not a pattern yet so that's two that's is fair concerning, i think that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> Depends on how many other homeless people they had die that week. <laughs> how many homeless people they killed that week. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, they run the DNA through the regular like crime system. They don't find any matches, so then they run it through the medical system. And then we learn, apparently, in this fringe universe that, all, uh, that they've kept records of every single person's DNA from birth. For like 20 um, goddamn years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which I did. I, I don't like that. <laughs> Once again, we're learning that. Yeah, no, this probably isn't the right timeline. What the what the fuck? What what the actual <laughs> fuck? Because they're like, yeah, we found a match of a dead baby who was only alive for five months. Which is again, why would you still have that DNA David, on record? Five months, like four days. It was yeah, literal days. I, this, that is absolutely horrifying that they had that DNA record and that they were able to like just get it through a regular search, apparently. Like, not even, like, they didn't even have to go to a specialty. It just seems like Astrid just, like, checked a toggle box or something. Search medical program. records. Include dead babies. Yep. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which means it's in a medical database that the FBI has access to, which, is, which would mean it should be crime related. Yeah, no, the fact that the fact that or, a criminal, well, not like, necessarily, or it was notable enough that they were like, we need to store this DNA. Well, no, not necessarily. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's terrifying because I think they have a regular like thing for everyone who's actually like committed crimes, and then they just apparently have everyone else's medical data okay, ever. But but it's what, but, I, what but, I think the implication think that is that they that what the FBI tells everyone is it's only dead people's DNA that they have. Do you think that that's what the FBI tries to sell it as? <laughs> Don't worry. We've only got people but, who it doesn't matter be, anymore. <laughs> that would be so pointless. I mean, I guess for, like, identification purposes, but, like, to find criminals would be so nonsense. <laughs> Anyhow. But, yes, they find a match. It is some baby who was only alive for a couple of days. Um, but they found recent DNA from this invisible person. They're just like, that, that doesn't add up. Uh, do we have anything else? Like, um, yeah, apparently they had some sort of rare genetic condition that caused them to die. Um, all of their sort of medical fees were paid under by this, um, insurance company, blah, blah, blah. And Olivia's like, I know that company. They paid That's for my mother's my, treatment. That's my insurance company. Well, it's the company that paid for her mother's medical treatment that was then b ended up becoming Massive Dynamic through yeah, two was different Yeah, was then bought out by a, a yeah. company that we know, Kelvin Genetics. Um, that is also a throwback. Yes. Uh, Which then later dynamic. became Massive yes. Dynamic. Yeah. Ooh. We get to go see Mom Nina. Yep. As we yep. get more just, you know, and Lincoln and... Uh, Lincoln and Olivia going and investigating, and it's weird because it's not Olivia and Pete. Yep. And it's basically Olivia and Lincoln going, hey, Nina, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? And Nina tells them that, yeah, the baby had a rare genetic disorder, so we decided to... Wait, no, don't they go talk to the nurse first? Uh, yes. Well, no, that, what we were just talking about was the nurse stuff that happened. Okay, so sorry. Yes, yeah. they talk to a at nurse hospital, first who explains hospital. that the baby's... Uh, 
Yes, and she tells them about the insurance company, and then she also explains that she thought she heard the baby crying when they were taking away the dead body of the baby, which leads them to believe that, hey, that child's probably still alive. Then they go to Nina, then they go, what the fuck is going on here? Why did you steal a baby? And Nina's like, oh, I have uh, plausible deniability about this because I wasn't with the company when that happened. (laughs) That That was somebody else. Someone else was in charge. But yes, they did steal a baby (laughs) 20 years ago. Why do you ask? (laughs) It was this baby. They had this disorder. It was this when they were stolen. And they were stolen in order to do research for the military. Because they but I have no idea what you're talking about. deniability everywhere. Wink, wink. <laughs> we only found out about it when their, uh, w- when when their uh, building burnt down. When we bought them, and they'd already stopped <laughs> not these even. things. <laughs> well, not what? even, because she explains she, they only found records of it when the building yes. burnt down, and they found that the patient records from it, and they assumed that the child died in the burning building or something. Yep. Which is even worse, I think, because that yeah. means they bought the company and then didn't look into it, or they, that's what she's selling to them. Um, and then, oh, and they called it baby Eugene. They called him Eugene for unknown genetic disorder. Yeah, or She's unidentified been... genetic makeup. I think I do love I do yeah. love Fringe coming up with like like the Fringe team just coming up with monikers for everything, like Walternet, Folivia. Now we've got <laughs> Eugene out of this as well. And Lincoln's like, whoa, what the fuck? Why, why didn't you tell anyone about this? Lincoln being the He's sound just like, of like, ooh, I'll never here. tell. <laughs> I didn't know. Plausible deniability. It's <laughs> Wink, wink. And he's like, stop winking at us. We're federal agents. You and I both know this isn't okay. <laughs> just because you are Olivia's foster mom. Oh, wait, this is really olivia should not be here for this interview why is olivia ever interviewing you in a professional sense that's so not okay is that why olivia is always interviewing you in a professional sense is this why massive dynamic has no like like, cases brought against it is it just because you have olivia in your pocket at all times holy shit i've stumbled onto a bigger conspiracy I gotta go talk to police HR, I, I guess. Grills. Wait, shit. Olivia's like, you'll do no such thing. <laughs> oh, Bros is banging you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I gotta, I gotta bring this to Bros. And Nina's like, you mean my lover. <laughs> and Olivia's like, you mean dad, I mean Broyles. <laughs> Don't worry, Lincoln. Join the incest family. It's weird in here. <laughs> Man, I really want. I hope. I hope an episode of this season is that connection is Lincoln going. Wait, what? (laughs) I'm I'm glad that we've been able to bring up any of this. Okay, insanity that is that from this uh, from this timeline. Oh, how they how they've potentially turned all of Olivia's hard work and achievements into possibly nepotism. Not not just nepotism, but also clearly a crime. Like, (laughs) definitely a massive conflict of interest and certainly a crime. But uh, yeah, so then they're like, oh, but I guess he didn't die in the fire. He just managed to remain undetected for all this time. But now he's killing people, I guess. Yeah, Um, but you know what's not a crime? Being invisible and following a woman into her apartment after she's done work. Yep. Yeah. This is cool. Yep. 
Oh, wait, yeah. no, that, that is a crime. <laughs> I was wrong. That hey, is a has crime. Has it ever been tried in a court of law, someone being invisible and following someone into an apartment? I, I guess not. <laughs> I don't but... think being invisible lets you off the hook for some of these things. I just don't think being invisible makes anything legal. Like, I don't think there's a loophole where like, ah, but I was invisible. Public indecency. <laughs> Public indecency would be legal if you're invisible. I feel like the intent behind it would change. Cause, but like, is I it think... indecent? Though, if no one can see, not even you can see. I think the public indecency laws are written like because, like in a lot of places, uh, they have like regulations where like women can go around topless, and that's not public indecency unless they're doing something to make it indecent. So how is me just strolling around naked whilst invisible indecent? I think if they can prove you were hard while walking around, then it's indecent. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. If anyone <laughs> Even if you're invisible, you, like, sir, I threw dust on you, and I could clearly see an erection. You're going to well, no, jail. Not even that. Can you imagine just like walking around and then just casually just like touching a dick that's invisible? Just, oh, what the fuck was that? Looking around. <laughs> Well, I mean, now you're portraying it as if, like, you're jacking off next to people. Yeah, that's a crime. Even if it's not that. Even if it's, like, just completely, like, this person's just walking along on the street naked, but you don't know that you're there, so you just casually brush up on something you didn't mean to. Um, It's like those old um, MTV, um, like, condom ads where, like, sex isn't a mistake, and it just shows someone, like, falling off a bike (laughs) into a woman or something. <laughs> have you not seen those? I have They're not. Really I'll funny. have to go. I'll have to go take a little look at, look at those later. <laughs> There's like a series of them. They're all extremely funny. Um, but anyways, we get an entire like two, like one to two minute scene of just definitely a stalker. Of uh, what would definitely be a criminal minds yep, episode. And as the woman goes into her room and starts to feel something's amiss. Someone's laid a bunch of flower petals out for her on her bed, which is absolutely horrifying you're about to be she does have the correct response of oh god and locking the door the correct response would be to flee the house and go find somewhere else to stay for the night calling the police and running (laughs) yeah seriously but uh we presumably this is our invisible man who is oh my god yep hey Um, we, we can just skip right through this now this is this is really fucking creepy uh Congratulations! Anything, any sadness that you felt for Eugene has immediately been thrown out the window. Uh, As it should be. As it should be. Victim of circumstance. Uh, (laughs) Then Uh, we come back to nature versus nature. Peter, Peter, doing a little bit of uh, work and uh, see. Peter's side plot is so pointless in this episode. It's just to show him that he's in this episode. Why is Peter's side plot not mentioned in the fucking, like, TV guide, but Olivia having migraines was? Because, again, they only got through the first minute of the show and then wrote it. They got to the opening credits and went, okay, I guess I know what this episode is. Anyways, Lincoln, there's a knock at the door for Peter. Uh, Lincoln's been nice enough to uh, bring a bunch of supplies that Peter asked for, so a bunch of, like, fancy science equipment. And we get a cool moment between bros, I guess. Uh, Yeah, where Lincoln's like, oh, you were with uh, the other Olivia in your timeline, right? And Peter's like, yep. 
And Lincoln's go, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, whoa, whoa, chill, chill. I know you were just talking up Olivia, but like, that's not my Olivia. Like, I have my Olivia, and that's different. And I guess for Peter, because Peter's already had a lot of experience with the like alternate universe and there being multiple Olivias, like, it's not hard for him to make this distinction. He's also at already all. been with yeah. the fake Olivia once. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> and then Lincoln, on the other hand, looks very disturbed like, by this. Uh... Like, Lincoln does not. Is... But... Like I, I guess, Glad dude. Soulmates doesn't mean that you're uh, with them in every universe. Like, uh, are you sure you don't just have like a cuckold fetish? <laughs> He's um, like, yeah, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but I had that going of my Olivia as well. <laughs> well, I do. I think I know you so intimately, Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's it's definitely more. No, no, no. That was Olivia's thing, and I tolerated it. Uh. Um, but so they have that conversation. It's very short. It's very small. I, again, this is just to show, hey, Peter's back. I guess he's doing stuff. It does not contribute to the rest. Well, of Well, no, it's not just episode. that. It's look, we know you were wondering, but yes, Josh is on it's set just at that. times. It's Peter's back, mm-hmm. and also Peter's given Lincoln his blessing to go date Olivia. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then we cut the back lab. to the lab where w- Walter has bought an octopus <laughs> and an octopus tank, and he's super jazzed about how awesome octopuses are. Uh, he's explaining to Olivia and Lincoln about this great octopus and how it has this magical um, uh, body part or like cell system that allows it to maneuver around melanin or pigment in order to um, like uh, camouflage its itself. Color, yeah. Yeah, which is what this man's yeah, doing, chromat- obviously. Chromatophore cells. Um, um, and look, this this dude also had yeah. those. Mm-hmm. Cuttlefish also have the same thing. Ah, cuttlefish. Cuttlefish oh, are so cooler, tasty. I think, than octopus. Well, My favorite thing about cuttlefish is smaller males who can't like win dominance fights during mating season will hide, will merge two of their tentacles to look like one because females have one fewer tentacle. And then they'll be like, oh, look at me. I'm a lady. And all the males are like, we'll get to you in a second, honey. And fight. And then they'll slip by and go, hey, baby, I'm actually a dude. <laughs> and that's that's how they <laughs> get ahead of the genetic I race. I didn't know that. It's, uh... <laughs> they're like, they're yeah. like, I'll cross-dress for a second. And this lets me have babies. Yeah, I think the mimic octopus is cooler when it comes to camouflaging, but I think octopuses in general are more intelligent yep. than cuttlefish. Excuse you, that's octopedes. Octopi. No, octopedes, it's Greek origin. Octopi. All right, anyways. Um, look, it. it costs money. Um, <laughs> octopus, in fact, do, do it be expensive. Um, yes, Astrid is like, oh, you know, I'm going to get yelled at for this, and Walter's like, ah, whatever, Claire. Science has no budget. <laughs> Um, which is a blatant lie. Uh, <laughs> which famously, it has a very small budget. <laughs> such a fucking lie. <laughs> you seem bitter about Just, this, Nick. Nick, why are you bitter about this? Wasn't finding funding super easy? It, it sure exists. You know, due to the fact that science has no uh, budget? Ah, uh, yes. Science has no budget, as long as it has military applications. And even uh, then... Well, yeah, I don't know the current states. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's go to a parking lot, um, just a parking garage, uh, and watch another dude get mm-hmm. murdered, just brutally murdered in his car. 
not just a dude. It's the dude who was talking to yep. the girl in the, that other scene. Yep. It's that dude. Absolutely fucking brutally murdered in this car. Like, not even, because like, before Stalker Man was at least being, like, a little stealthy with his kills. Like, this time, the guy's in the car on the phone, and then Stalker Man runs up and just punches through the fucking car window to get at him. Like, he's at no point stealthy or, like, tries to be, like, a sneaky about it. He just, like, puts a fist through the car window, grabs him, and just, like, kills him. It's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. You need to tone it back a bit there, bud. He said, like, four words to her. Chill. <laughs> uh, man, I also gotta say, uh, this dude has to have, like, the soles of his feet have to be, like, fucking, like, rocks. Because he's been walking through a shit ton of fucking broken glass. Uh, well, he's also yeah. naked, right? He's, he's completely, completely naked. naked. Yeah, and he's like... definitely not wearing shoes, or we'd see the shoes, as, we, as we've seen in this episode. So, uh, um, kudos, I guess, for walking all the, on all that broken glass. He also does bleed, so I don't understand how you put a fist through a car window and is just not injured at all. I was, I was really hoping we were going to see like a rock just flying at the window. Like that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine a slow like it's definitely not been thrown by anyone, but like a kind of like bobbing up and down rock that all of a sudden like punches through your car window. <laughs> oh, just like he walks up behind and is tossing it in his hand. And you're kind of like, what the fuck is that? And then it comes yeah. flying at you. I don't think, I don't, I think it'd be funnier if it wasn't flying at you if he was just punching you with the rock. Because then it's just even slower coming at you. Just like defying gravity. Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but yeah, I, I understand why they didn't do that. That sounds like special effects team would have had to do some work in that. But uh, would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, this guy loses his life, gets turned all albino. We go back and, to the lab. Um, we cut we away from this scene. Yeah, in the uh, lab. Uh, where now Walter is yes. playing with rats. Well, a rat. Well, yeah. he's playing with one rat. Yes, he's playing with a mouse. He puts the mouse in a maze and he starts explaining. He starts what does explaining he start that explaining the, dude, I, the dude's going to die. I zoned out. Um, like, but, buddy, buddy's oh, yes. going to die. Because. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, because they explain, like, whatever Massive Dynamic did to him uh, saved his life, because he, his dead, he did have a life-threatening disorder. Um, but by trying to tor- turn himself back and to normal. And the... Uh, not even turn himself back to normal. Like, he yes. wants to be visible, which I think is uh, very different. Uh, well, no, because he yeah. was invisible originally. He just had extremely pale skin that I think blocked yeah. no radiation. So he had to be in a dark so, room and yeah, was going kill to die you. anyways. Yeah, because he got burned from the lights. So, yeah, that, that'll just kill you. Um, so he's trying to revert what Massive Dynamic did to him, which will make him visible again, but will, uh, Walter says, will eventually kill him. And then French team is like, okay, but how do we actually find this dude if he's invisible? Like, how do we do it? And Walter's like, ah, UV light. Because for some reason, UV light will let you see him. As he shines a UV light on the maze and reveals another mouse. Ooh. Yeah, for some reason his skin will absorb UV radiation. Which is like, then shouldn't he still be having radiation problems? Because like, isn't nope. UV light really bad for you? Right. Like Shapeshifters. I, I, I got a solution to this problem. It's called <laughs> shapeshifters. <laughs> what, about, what about the rest of the spectrum of light? Like... T- this is just visible light that uh, uh. um 
Why so, can't we just shoot gamma so, so rays David, at him? David, if you want... <laughs> well, so, then he so turns David, green. if you want the closest explanation <laughs> that Fringe is going to give you here, uh, it's that the uh, chromatophore uh, cells that he has makes it so that he's essentially just an insane chameleon and is always looking like the background, but it can't mimic... Uh, okay. But it can't mimic like UV light or anything like that, so... Can't mimic yeah, non visible light, which I don't, I don't think is David, correct. If you, if you because shine... I think there are species, there are species of octopus like they have UV light mimicry abilities oh, that... because that's important in the sea because a lot of sea life can see well, the David, UV it's spectrum. That they used a chameleon, I guess. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I really like... fucked up the science experiment. Because, like, famously, there's the mantis shrimp. Like, the mantis shrimp can see so fucking much of this, like, yeah. spectrum. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the closest that I've got for you. Um, how that's shielding his body right. from everything is, I guess, these chromatophore cells, which are on the surface, um, just, just shield his body from all the bad. Um, you know what? Fair enough. This sounds like their science team did about 20 minutes of research, went surface level, and I, dove no is, deeper. This is which 100 is times better than giant cold vice, is all I gotta say. Like, <laughs> I accept this explanation so much faster. <laughs> it also gives us a really creepy yeah, exactly. scene later on. Exactly. Oh which my I'm god. Perfectly yeah. cool with. Cold virus. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get a. They get a they get the news that the dude in the parking garage has been killed, so they're like, oh, hey, back at, or we gotta go to Elmwood Apartments. Um, and they got a canine unit now, because you can smell what you can't see. Um, so they got the entire SWAT team, and they're like, oh, Lincoln, you start at the bottom and go up. Olivia is going to start at the top and go down, and they'll meet in the middle. And Olivia's like, okay, split the party, because that always works, right? And they're like, she doesn't well, well- play D&D. I think you're miss you're missing the part where they uh, talk to the doorman or the security man, and he explains how he saw no one enter or leave, and he didn't see like a door randomly open either, and they know that there are no exits in the building, so they know yes. he's still here, yeah. which is why they do the search and the. Why we get this party. whole big scene here? Yeah. Yep. 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 They're like, "Did you see anyone?" He's like, "No," and they're like, "Perfect, we've got him cornered. <laughs> it's our guy." Yeah, so they release some of the dogs. Um, they go start investigating one of the like big they, stairwells they or something. The entire apartment complex. Um, shut off all yep. the lights and make it so that only the elevators work. Yeah, yeah, and then they're flashing. Everyone has UV flashlights, um, which is surprising that they don't just find like a bunch of cum stains somewhere. Or something. Oh, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> I want. Did you want a scene of Olivia going into the elevator, turning on her flashlight, and just seeing like slut written on the elevator wall, <laughs> something like that, and just her going, Ugh. turning to the team and goes, "We don't talk about uh, this." Fortunately, this ghost is slut shaming. Fortunately, me. Fringe was on Fox, so that was not allowed. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're trying their best to uh, look for this man, and then at some point, Olivia, Olivia falls down a hole. Olivia decides to go off by herself something. while the rest of her team goes one direction. Um, and she, uh, I guess, Ghost Man decided like to cover up a very, very uh, not okay like shaft in the building, just like a pitfall trap in a fucking <laughs> building. Uh. 
and then doesn't scream for help. Just nonsense. She, she's like holding on there, just goes, "Oh shit! I guess I guess this is why I uh, like work on arms." Uh, <laughs> ah fuck! I fell. <laughs> and then creepy invisible dude comes, and Olivia's like, "Please, please help me! Help me up!" And he is horrifying to look at. It's Holy so shit! Because it's just his skin, so it's like his eyes and his teeth, like. They basically did like reverse Hollow Man. It's so good. Like I, I, it's, it's so, so creepy. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare because you can just see enough of his teeth that you can sort of make them out, which just makes it worse as well. But like his eyes are empty. So, like so, it, you, you know. want to know what's awesome? There is like one hundred percent. They like dressed a dude up like this, right? And they got someone to look like that and act. Which is oh yeah awesome. no like well done fringe team for your special effects again. Uh, it wouldn't even be that hard for the one shot because I think you can just give him some like fluorescent paint and UV stuff. Yeah. absorptive, yeah, and like UV absorptive contacts. It's so or something because in later scenes like you can you can see his pupils so it's mm-hmm. not in all the time but. For yeah, the close up shot. It's oh. horrifying. It's super creepy. Um, but yeah, we get that, you know, he's like, yeah, no, d- you depend on being seen. You know, look what would happen to you if I'd fallen down that hole. He gets his fucking Joker at the talk show <laughs> rant. <laughs> he does. Like, ugh. Fucking hell. And he's talking about, like, yeah, you need to be seen, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's so important. Only then, can, like, I spent my life watching people fall in love and seeing them look at each other. And I knew no one would look at me that hey, way. You get what you hey. fucking deserve. And Olivia's remember, like, cool story. All of, this just felt remember very. Remember when all of you guys were supposed to go see Joker, then the movie was sold out? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was funny. Anyways. <laughs> that was a funny that is time. incredibly lame for everyone else but uh oh man that was that was an evening uh <laughs> it was really funny for us uh, oh man uh but yeah no he's going completely on and uh, honestly he sounds very ableist towards blind people is what i was the vibe i was getting listen this was 2011 ableism didn't exist david <laughs> it did just no one exactly. wanted to talk about it <laughs> uh, but yeah he helps but, olivia up but uh finds you know sees exactly where where her gun is and uh is able to very slickly pull it out yeah because you know because 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 he can see in the dark right because you know being invisible means you can see perfectly in the dark that's how that well, works right d- yeah, david don't worry about it uh, if light goes through his eyes or don't don't reflect his eyes then his light receptors wouldn't be able to detect you're, light either you're right he would be <laughs> blind you you are correct uh, I fucking want, stupid I, you're right david i do in, i do in fact want invisible nightcrawler as the uh <laughs> <laughs> why are we talking about a jake gyllenhaal movie was that a good movie i was terrifying he plays like psychopath really easily mm, yeah, i actually give that a watch yeah would recommend uh, but yeah finally some um, fbi yeah. people are like oh shit olivia's not around she's not responding to her calls uh let's go find her uh and then they rush up they find her talking to slender man and they're like well, no Whoa, they don't what see the slender man um he runs away keeps the gun keeps the gun oh, but runs yeah. away 
LV is like, go, he went that way. He still has my gun, though, so be careful. Um, and they do a little chase. I um, uh, can't find her, but don't worry, Olivia found her gun at least. That's reassuring. Uh, and dude escaped. Um, it's basically what we get from this is the FBI fucked up. Um, dude's gone. Uh, we <laughs> do at least, Olivia does at least let him know that the treatments that he's giving to himself are killing him. And who knows, the next one might be the one that just kills him off. Ooh. Um, and then Broyles orders them to let all the residents back into the building. Oh, he's gone. Um, and we get a scene where we can see the normal dude just leave, essentially. Like, there's a lot of close cuts of Fringe Team watching people go in, of crowd shots, and then of the dude just walking away <laughs> from the building, which I thought was a weird choice, because it really seemed like Olivia was going to, like, see him or something, but just nope, yep. nope, nothing. Uh-huh. Um, but French team finds a secret sub basement where he, the Invisible Man, has been living for all and this it's time. Creepy. Uh, he's been collecting trinkets from a bunch of the people in the uh, in this apartment complex. Yep, 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 yep. What the fuck, yep. dude? <laughs> um, and they're like, "Damn, well, we found his house. Who knows where he is now? He's gone forever." Uh, Pack it oh, up, time to pack go it home. up. We'll just keep an eye out for the next albino slain. Uh, and, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you, you get some and you lose uh, some. And we open, we open back anyone? up to the elevator where, um, you know, that, that same woman that we've seen a couple times is in the elevator by herself. You know, sad that that other guy that she talks to is, you know, was brutally murdered yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was horrifically murdered just yesterday. But she's uh, then uh, Invisible Stalker Man enters the elevator and she kind of looks up at him and then, like, actually speaks to him. Which, what the fuck? Yeah. Sees him. (gasps) They 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 romanticize stalking a little bit too much in this and it's it's fucking terrible. I really, I really wanted the plot twist to be that she's blind (laughs) in this scene. Just that would have been. Just, I would have like, loved that. Well, that would have been great. <laughs> for her to have been blind this entire time, and for him not to have noticed, because he's like obsessed with people seeing him, but he doesn't actually look at people. Like he doesn't actually look it at the people made, he's talking. It wouldn't have made any sense, but it like, would have. Oh, been that would have been cool. a really good twist. Uh, that would have been an awesome plot twist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would have yelled at it, but also loved it if that plot twist had existed. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I like the dramatic yes. irony of that of the um of just. Not just like the irony of her being blind the entire, but him being so obsessed with people seeing so, him. So, so here, here's what that. I would. Here's there's what a, I would there's a little really hint cool, of that where he's just been like, if someone else who was here, like he tried to talk to her, she'd ignored him, got out of the thing. He gets out, like starts to like make his way like around, and like a blind person, like you know, he like passes by like someone who's like blind. They're like, oh yeah, you, you know, I I, I see you every day, like quote unquote, see you every day, like passing through here. I notice you. All right, yeah. here you go here by, you go every, by day, every day. Yeah. Like you have, you have a very, you have very quiet steps. So I noticed, like I could tell. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like and like him then like thinking back and being like, wait, shit, I was invisible some of those times too. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You kind of get that where he's like, oh, hey, you're talking to me. And she's like, well, yeah, you ride the elevator with me every day. You weren't in here the other day, and I thought you got a cold that's going around. It's too pretty a day to be sick. And he's like, uh-huh, yeah, fuck. 
If only I had social, had social skills. skills. And wasn't if only going I to had more time. <laughs> yeah, and then you she never would have been with me. I have a weak chin. <laughs> she leaves the elevator, and then he just sits down and dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, "How do we? How do we end this episode?" So and they're like, "Kill him." Anticlimactic. God, like... I would have. Oh, I would have fucking loved if he just fell in love with a blind person. Oh, that would have been right? so cool. Right. <laughs> Like I feel like isn't there isn't that one of the like versions of the Invisible Man story, or something? Is that it, he's like married to a blind woman or something? That's been done. The what you're talking about, I think, has been done yeah, before. Yeah, but it just yeah, definitely would have like, fit in. Like I'm cribbing this off of something I've definitely yeah. read before in the past, but I just think it would be a nice twist on it in this episode specifically, especially with him being such like a psychopath about one oh scene. <laughs> you know, so fucking crazy. Yeah. No, it definitely would have been nice. But yeah, he that's that's the end of him. He just kind of sits yep. down and dies. And we head back to Massive Dynamic, where uh, Nina and Olivia are having another one of their classic little chats. Um, about... And Olivia's like, hey, mom, am I emotionally broken because of drugs <laughs> done to me as a child? And Nina's like, Who knows? maybe. I was experimented on as a child. Did that leave any sort of lasting mental health effect on me? physical or otherwise maybe you should go see a therapist oh wait no this is 2011 they wouldn't say that uh (laughs) nina's like life is an experiment sweetie and olivia's like i don't need you to read to me from the card that i got you for your birthday last year okay like i need actual advice Um, this time no nina's like fucking toughen up buttercup what are you a snowflake (laughs) need your safe space listen we we, we gotta talk about real stuff we found the invisible man in that elevator you you motherfuckers somehow missed him he's visible now what the fuck (laughs) how do you miss a visible invisible man he's He's just just a man clothes But yeah, Olivia's like, yeah, we found him. So I, I guess that that's all yep, settled nothing now. Nothing else to think about on this one. That was a rare genetic disorder that'll never happen again, I'm sure. <laughs> yep. And I'm so glad that you told me there's nothing wrong with me in my head. Anyways, I'm going to go and hit on my coworker now. <laughs> <laughs> I would find him more attractive if he had square frames. Don't though. worry. Peter's, Peter's acting is the wingman here. Uh. As we head back into uh, Fringe, like, you know, Fringe headquarters at this point. Uh, and Peter's just around. Um, it's like, hey, Lincoln, thanks for all those, like, science things. You know, I know I'm in the wrong universe, and I'm going to figure it out. Also, here, I got you a gift. Don't worry, these look better on you. Uh, also, I know your exact <laughs> prescription. <laughs> cool, thing, cool thing about being They're the son of the just Secretary, cosmetic Secretary of Defense. I'm pretty sure I know your prescription. I just got the one from the other universes. Um, hope you have the same one as a time zone or a different, different timeline, timeline duplicate. duplicate that may or may not have gotten like horrifically burned a couple times. Also, I don't think that one wore glasses. He, he probably right? had contacts. Well, I'm he, assuming he was, that. You know. I'm well. Also, I'm assuming Red Universe yeah. fixed it. Red Universe has amazing LASIK technology. Yeah. They have LASIK technology, but also, like, you know how, like, there's the chance of it, like, deteriorating, like, you're, like, slowly losing it over time? It's like a once, it's like a once a year thing. You just walk in, and it's like a two-minute procedure, and you're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, take this laser pointer, look into it real quick, and you're done. 
It's actually just a prescription. They give you a laser pointer, like, hey, shine this in your eyes once <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah. You just go into like a shopper's and get it. <laughs> just over the counter. Just shine this in your eyes. Shine this you in, just need in to your show eyes. Me. And then at the end of the day, shine this other one in your eyes, uh, and you're good to go. <laughs> Remember, green when you wake up, blue at evening, red at night, and you should be good by tomorrow. Uh. I like this. I, I, I like this. I like this. Uh, yeah, he this puts them on of, uh, prescriptions. But yeah, he puts them on, and I would like to read to you now oh, no, from no, 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 Fringepedia. No. Uh, he checks his reflection in, in the in his monitor. The old Clark Kent frames are out, while oh, the new look is God. a little more Doctor Daniel Jackson in nature. Ah, Fringepedia author, I see you like Stargate <laughs> as well. Oh my God. <laughs> But then Lincoln's back at the the twenty uh, four hour cafe because really can't sleep well, no. and got to do well, that no. crossword. We get, we get a little we get a little thing like... between uh, him and Olivia here um, of him being like, "Hey, look, I did all our paperwork." And Olivia's like, "Thank God, so glad I don't have to do any of that shit." Thanks, Lincoln. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, you're good for. Hey, fucking by the way, something. maybe I'll see you tonight at three a.m. at that diner. Lincoln's like, "I guess it's a date," <laughs> you know. The and best he's like, time. yeah, I might be there. <laughs> Fucking, can you imagine if a coworker was like, yeah, by the way, I'll... <laughs> diner food, 3 a.m.? I'll see you at 3 in the morning. <laughs> Hello, fellow insomniac. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, there at the diner. It's 10 minutes after 3, and Olivia hasn't shown up um, yet. But yeah, he's doing his crossword. He's feeling a bit sad. He's guess guess Olivia's not coming for their date. Uh He's like, last time I put myself out there. He's like, not again. This is the fifth time this month I've been stood up. God, why, why do they all say 3 a.m. and then not show up? It's almost like they're trying to hint at me that, you know, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go out on a date with you at 3 a.m. And he's like, okay, cool, I'm up. All right, I'll, I'll meet you there. Do, do you want to exchange phone I always numbers? check no, in no, on okay. them and they're always Lincoln texting. Lincoln te texting you up just to windows. ask if they're still coming to the date. <laughs> uh, but hey, we, we oh, do... Uh... That's so sad. Poor Lincoln. I Thank feel bad you. for him this Thank episode. you. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, but yeah, we check back over to Olivia. Just, if you ever feel bad... If you ever feel bad for Lincoln, just remember. But this isn't Red like, Universe. Marry you're me, a you're baby. having a baby. You can marry, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I could be oh. the dad. <laughs> but yeah, Olivia even tries to come though. She's all dressed she's up. Let her she hair fixes down. her hair. It's crazy. She puts on her. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to come. Literally. <laughs> and she throws on a jacket, and then oh hey, someone is fumigating her apartment building apparently because. Shit's coming in through her front door. And then she just kind of collapses on the floor. Yep. And um, two guys enter in and, and gas mask and inject cortexophan into the base of her skull. And she'll wake up with Is a it horrible or do they migraine. Blood? They're injecting? No, they're, they're, they're her giving her cortexophan. I was trying to figure out whether which way it was, whether the, the yes. syringe was going in or out. No, it's going in because it's the, the orange thing, yeah. which we see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, oh, this is the cause of her migraines. And, oh, but who is who's watching from the doorway? Why, oh, it's Nina, Nina Sharp. <gasps> Le gasp. Mama Nina not being a good mama and continuing <laughs> to experiment on her children. There's a, 
Um, the observer this episode is watching the fringe team while they search through being trying to sneak out through the evacuated um, apartment residence. And the glyph this episode is David. <laughs> oh, wait, why? I don't know. Just because, just for you, they knew you were going to watch this 10 or 10 years later. <laughs> Hey, shout outs to you, David. Really don't know why it's David. Wait, why is it? I'm why assuming is it it's David? a biblical reference of some variety. No clue. David and Goliath? That doesn't man. make Aren't any sense. Uh, in, biblically, I think the Goliath of David is the most uh, isn't famous. Isn't like an apostle named David or something? Um, David in Hebrew means beloved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So no, maybe it could, could be, be like it. the stalking <laughs> stuff. But that still feels like a fucking. That feels like more of a stretch than our previously, even than our uh, our next episode clue. Oh God, All what right, is our so next David, episode? If you remember clue? back to last episode. I'm okay with this one. Is what I'll say. Um. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh. Anyways, Charlie sent me something, and it makes more sense now. Uh. Anyways. Um, our if you remember back to the last episode, um, we had cool time bubbles. Um. And when Peter heads into the house, uh, you see him, like, rifle through, like, a stack of bills and things, David? Um, right. Do you remember what the top bill was? <laughs> Who could have no. guessed that? <laughs> well, uh, the top bill there um, was um, Octopus Insurance. Ugh. <laughs> 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 All right, ratings. <laughs> hey, David, look, there was a bad insurance you guys company in this episode. episode. Octopi, look at it. It's perfect. What do you What do you guys rate this episode? Uh, this is like a, a three. It's a fun episode. Uh, good more, as much as we joke, it's nice to see Lincoln get some character development. Um, Little bit annoyed that they're doing the oh, will they, won't they kind of thing with Olivia and Lincoln now, even though you're like, we spent so much time getting Olivia and Peter together. What the fuck are you doing? Um, Peter should have been in this episode more. They seem to be building him up for something, but we'll see where that goes. Yeah, it was a fun episode, fun fringe, disappointing ending. Invisible incel should not just die in an elevator. Seriously. I, yeah, I'd agree. I think I'm going to go lower than you with like a maybe like a three or two and a half even on this episode. Just because I feel like this episode had some really cool plot bunnies and like plot hooks. And it just doesn't like, like there's so much wasted potential in this episode, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But just even like in our discussion, I feel like there were more interesting ways to go about this. Um. Or just more interesting avenues to explore this, especially comparing this to last episode, where they took the idea of time bubbles and brought it to like such a logical extreme of like why someone would use it, like how they're figuring it out, why doesn't it work anymore? Like they explored that idea so well, comparing it to this where they have like an invisible dude and it's like, I guess he stalks some woman and then dies in an elevator, I guess, because he's an incel. Like <laughs> Which, again, talking about repeated plot points like time travel being used to save loved ones. In creepy incels staring at women in elevators. Yep. Yeah, and also vampires. Second, again. second nope. time this has come up. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, like, this is a 
solidly like average episode and i say that in that it was fun because most fringe episodes are fun so like the average is still a fun episode um is what i'm gonna say yeah but when it comes to the fringe science the fringe science is solidly average when it comes to the fringe science explanation and all of the like holes that we can poke in it it is solidly average on those fronts um this is just a solidly average episode which gives it a two and a half for me uh yeah it feels very olivia and lincoln heavy because it is but it it doesn't feel like fringe unless like walter really doesn't have a presence this episode and peter's even weaker on that end like it kind of felt like they gave everyone else the week yeah and then it also really doesn't feel like fringe because this is very much like this doesn't feel like our olivia and this is just like and this isn't like it just doesn't feel like fringe is my problem yeah yeah, yeah it, it's fair. it's a bit of a weird episode that's for sure but yeah any fun facts david um fun facts uh the two mice that walter um like has in the maze uh he calls yeah. them john and yoko and in the background of that scene there is a beatles song or like a beatles song fades out into the intro of that song oh, nice. or of that scene as well some beetle references um uh, walter does also mention like hey did you know the octopuses do actually yeah. make gardens also a beetles reference so this is written by the guy or the t- duo who wrote the um olivia in the lab with the revolver episode huh. hmm. um and they did another episode but like all of their episodes are very reference heavy like yeah is what i've noticed just with like random pop media and stuff so i guess that's just their style which doesn't really detract or anything it's that's interesting it can it can you gotta be careful like with your reference if it's right in your, your face references. but like stuff like this yeah. i don't find egregious yeah um yeah, is I that everything so. i think so Take so that will bring us to uh our outro um thank you guys so much for listening uh, the mailbag, as Rest always, is empty. Um, but if you ever want to fill that mailbag, you can reach out to us and like send us a message through Gmail. Um, our email is forsaf at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at forsaf, uh, spelled the same way, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Um, if you liked uh, what you heard, feel free to recommend us to your friends. Um, I know we're a very niche podcast. Oh, I dropped something. Um <laughs> We're a very niche podcast in that we're reviewing a very old television show. Um, but hey, you know, it, it's a fun time. I think we're, we we go on a lot of tangents and we're relatively funny people. So, you know, uh, give us a review on your podcasting service of choice, be that iTunes or Spotify or like Google Play. Um, until next time, outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.